Hello, friends. Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Julie Jancis. I am an angel messenger. I have the gift of connecting with your angels, guides, and loved ones and bringing through their healing messages to my clients every day. I started doing this work over four years ago when my dad passed away. He was on his third wife at the time, if you haven't heard me tell this story, and she didn't reach out to let us know. It took an entire month before his second wife was able to track us down and to let us know that he was gone. In that month that we didn't know, every time I was brushing my daughter's hair, I kept hearing him Although I didn't know it was him at the time, I just thought I was going crazy. I kept hearing this voice when I brushed my daughter's hair that said, she needs a hairbrush like I used. And it didn't just say it once, it said it over and over and over again. And when I found out that my dad had passed away, I knew immediately that that had been him the whole month. So I am so excited for this episode today because we're announcing at the end the 15 winners this month. These are the folks who wrote a five-star positive review of the podcast on iTunes, Facebook, or Google. You know, if you copy and paste to all three places, you're entered three times. Or if you just paste it to two places, you'll be put in the review two times. These 15 winners will receive a free reading from the students in the September Angel School. I will be emailing all of you to arrange your sessions. Remember, your sessions will not happen until after the last week of September. We're just getting everything set up in advance, but I wanted you to know who you are. Speaking of the Angel School, I wanted to let you know that the September course sold out. Thank you so much for all of your support. There will be another one in person that Angel School will be held on November 16th and 17th, 2019. We're taking registrations right now for that course. And remember, the Angel School is where people can become Reiki master teachers and learn how to bring through messages from the other side, from angels and loved ones on the other side. It's something that you can learn just for you to use in your own life, or it's something that you can create your own business from and use to serve the world and other people in your community. Now, I know it can seem like a lot of information to learn all in one weekend, right? But for $99 a year, we put you into a program where there are live Q&As throughout the year where you have more access to me, where you have access to all of the other students who have gone through the Angel School. We're a small community that's there for one another. And what happens is as you're learning Reiki, as you're learning to bring through the messages and working on other people, it really takes you about five years to get to the point where you know everything that spirit is bringing through and why they're bringing it through. And what happens is being a part of this community until you reach that five years is amazing for you because you're able to ask the questions that you have from your sessions to make sure that you're on track, to make sure that you have the information you need to help people to the maximum degree possible. 
So I don't want you to think that it's just one weekend and then there isn't any more contact because that's not true. There is definitely contact throughout the year if you sign up to be a part of that. So we'll get to those 15 winners at the end of this podcast, but don't forget to leave us five stars, write a positive review, and email us a screenshot so that we can enter you into the monthly drawing to win a free reading. I'll still be picking one person to give a free reading to by the end of September, and we'll also be picking another 15 people to receive readings from our students in the November Angel School. In today's episode, I want to share a personal angel story, and I also wanted to talk about a spiritual talk topic I've seen a lot in the news lately. They're making it seem like this thing costs over $500, but I've actually given it to you for free here in the podcast before, so I'm just going to be reminding you where that is here, which episode it is, and that's coming up soon. But right now, I just want to read the sweetest email that I received. I just received this email this week, and it says, I have been meaning to email you since our session several weeks ago. I just wanted you to know that you were right. I did pass the bar. I found out on Friday. I also wanted to thank you from the bottom of my heart for the session that we had. I continue to be in awe of this gift you shared with me, and have not only benefited from it myself, but have referred friends since who have also received life-changing words from you. So seriously, thank you so much. Oh, you are so welcome. I love being a tool that Spirit can work through to help you listeners here on the podcast, to help my clients. If, and I know I say this a lot, but it's really what is keeping this podcast going. So if you are able to support us by booking a 25-minute or 55-minute reading, that is the money that we use to keep this podcast going. You can book your session on my website, www.jancis.com. You can email me at juliejancis at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to book over the phone, we just got a new company business number. That number is 630-677-4271. Again, that's 630-637-4271. Friends, I am so excited. We have a new person coming onto the team. I don't want to talk about it yet because I want her to come on and share a little bit about herself if she's willing to on the podcast. But if you get an email back and it's not from me, or if you call us and it's not me who picks up, that's why. I finally have the help I need. She is an angel herself, and I am so excited. We're just in the process right now of switching everything over so that she has all of it to start rolling, but I am so excited that she's here. Okay, so for the angel story today, I know that I've told you before that my parents were divorced, but the divorce that they went through was very, very traumatic. We were living in Virginia and in the process of moving down to Louisiana. And the moving trucks had come in. They had packed up all of our stuff in Virginia. We were going to drive down separately in our car down to 
Louisiana, and that's a pretty far drive, right? So on the way down, my parents fought the entire way. When we pulled in, we didn't go straight to our hotel. For whatever reason, we went to my new dad, well, my my dad's new boss's house, and we all went out to dinner, which is probably a mistake because we were all just completely exhausted, right? Well, that night, they ended up getting into an even bigger fight. And when parents are going through this, I think kids know, right, for months, if not years in advance, that that this is coming to a head and it's not good and something needs to change big time. And, you know, I think we're finally coming to a point in society where we're recognizing that divorce isn't harmful for children, that it actually can be much better for children in the long run. And the angels are reminding me to tell you, because this actually comes out in a lot of my sessions with people, that there isn't any punishment for divorce on the other side, right? There isn't any punishment at all. So when it comes to my parents, uh, we ended up going from this pizza restaurant to our hotel where we were staying. And you're like, well, why didn't you just go to your new house in Louisiana? Well, it was the only place we moved in our life where the next place we moved to, they didn't have a house for us. My mom didn't find anything that she liked in Louisiana. So we decided to just rent a house there. Actually, they decided. Um, and we were going to stay in a hotel until that rental house was ready. So we go to the hotel after the pizza parlor and we're just exhausted. Everybody is crashing. I hear my mom though, she can't stop crying, right? She's trying to stop crying. She gets up, she takes the keys and I hear her leave. And it really scared me so bad because it had been raining and thunderstorming out. She didn't know the area. And I just remember saying a prayer, please God, please keep her safe because she doesn't know where she is. It's raining. This is just a really dangerous situation for her. She's upset. I remember falling asleep and not hearing her come back in, but later hearing the story of her getting really lost, getting really turned around, and a cop stopping to help her, which was a miracle, I think, in and of itself that night. The next morning when I woke up, I actually woke up to my dad kind of shaking me awake. And I remember hearing the shower running, you know, in one bedroom in a hotel, you kind of hear everything, right? So I'm recognizing, okay, my mom's in the shower, my dad's right in front of me, and he's asking me, if you and if me and your mom get divorced, who do you want to live with, me or her? And I remember being so confused and so hurt and not knowing what to do or what to say. And then suddenly the shower turned off, she got out, he hopped in, and now I'm up, you know, I'm awake, I'm kind of freaking out because something's going on. And 
my mom comes out of the shower. Now my dad's in the shower and she's rifling through his briefcase, right? She's looking through his calendar and there was a good thing that she did because she found in there that he had seen a divorce lawyer and the notes from that meeting with the lawyer were all in there about how and why he had chosen to actually move to Louisiana because it was the state that he would have the best chance of getting custody of us girls. Or that's the story that was told to me. So my dad gets ready. He goes to work. My mom takes us to breakfast and it's supposed to be breakfast before she puts us in school that day in Louisiana. And we go to breakfast and she says, you know what, girls, I just, I need to talk to you. I need to let you know that it's only a couple weeks away from Christmas. I need a break. I need us to just go up to see grandma and grandpa in Chicago for a little vacation. And you know, those rare times where you just don't even have control over the emotion, like you just bust into a deep sob. That is what happened with me, at least as I recall. And I remember knowing that we were never coming back to live in Louisiana. I remember knowing instantaneously that this was right. It was the right thing to do, that we would get to Chicago, we would be in school the next day, and that this wasn't a vacation. We would be living there for forever. Which was really odd because, you know, people ask me all the time, is this something that just came to you when you started hearing from your dad and you didn't know he was passed? Or is this something that you had had your entire life? And the truth of it is, it's something that I've had my entire life. I just thought everybody had this. I thought everybody heard this voice within them loud and clear like I did that was telling them what to do that had information that was always spot on. Because I can remember being in like seventh grade or maybe even sixth grade and seeing someone wearing a Bulls jersey, right? This was in the 90s when um, the Bulls were at the their prime and instantaneously I had this vision of us living in Chicago and I heard this voice say, you're going to be living in Chicago the rest of your life and it's going to be okay. And hopefully not the rest of my life because I really do plan in my heart on retiring somewhere else that has warmer weather, at least part-time, right? Part of the year. Please, please God, help me co-create that. So we're at this breakfast table. My mom gives us the news. I start crying. I know what's about to happen. I know where we're going. I know that we're not coming back. I know that my life is changing and it's confusing and it's scary, mostly because my dad works at the airport and I love him to death, but I was as scared of him as I loved him, right? I mean, He was a very man's man, hunter, and I was scared of what would happen if we didn't make it through the airport, if we were found out. So for whatever reason, my mom decided to reach out to my dad's boss's wife that she had just met the night before. We went over to their house. She helped us book airline tickets. I still to this day don't know if my mom put it on a different card or her own card. 
Um, We flew to Chicago. I'll never forget getting off of the plane and my grandparents welcoming us right there at the gate. My grandfather was there and I just felt so safe and secure seeing him there. Well, to make a long story short, my mom did put us in school the next day. You know, this was 1996, okay? And my dad called. He called all of the credit card companies, um, took her off of the credit card, said, if this is what you're going to do, your parents can pay for everything. Um, wouldn't send my sister or I our clothes, our belongings, nothing. We had the suitcase that we had brought on the trip from Virginia down to Louisiana, and that's all we had. In fact, all of our stuff ended up getting in put, getting put in storage and most of it was destroyed from a flood that happened down there. So we actually never really got all of our belongings. But the coolest thing that happened, and here's where the angel story comes in. Not only did the angels walk us through that airport without being caught, but What the lawyers told my mom was that wherever the money lands, the money that you took out, wherever this escrow money lands, whatever city in the United States it lands in, which is in no one's control, that is the city where the divorce will take place. So they waited for that to happen, and it ended up being, of all the cities in the United States, the escrow money landed in Chicago, Illinois, where my grandparents were, where we were settled living in their home. And because of that, we were able to stay in our school in Illinois, go through the divorce here in Illinois, and end up living with my mom, which was the right decision. We had so much support, so much family, so much love here. I remember everybody being so upset and saying, you know, Julie, why aren't you more upset about this? You're not processing this. And I was like, I have been processing this for the last two years, if not longer, and I, I didn't know how to say it, you know, as an eighth grader at the time, but this is a great thing, you know? <laughs> I'm happy about this. I'm happy to be in Chicago again. I am happy that my parents are finally out of this toxic situation. There is nothing to grieve about. This is good. This is good. And our family here in Chicago, they stepped up. They helped us get all new clothes, all new toys, all new everything. And it was really, I saw all the the beauty in it, right? But none of that would have happened the way that it did if that escrow money, now this is what This is what I've always heard, right? None of this would have happened unless that escrow money landed in Chicago. It might have all just played out a bit differently. And I really feel that that was all of our spirit teams on the other side working together to bring as much peace to the situation for all parties involved um, at that time. And they really were able to bring that through. And I was so, so grateful as I got older and heard that story that um, that, that was a, a miracle I didn't even realize growing up. 
The other thing that I wanted to let you know about was transcendental meditation, okay? There are a lot of people who have been talking about transcendental transcendental meditation. And so I went and I looked into it. And this was maybe six months, a year ago, um, because I just wanted to see if it was exactly like the meditation that I do. And I never did the meditation that I, um, that they gave, but I did look at their pricings and it was like 550 to $600 to learn it. And there's a ton of celebrities who do transcendental meditation. They talk about too how it feels like you have this halo right behind and above your head, right? And I talk about this all the time because the meditation that I do gets you to that same place. Um, when I go into meditation, sometimes they've shown me, remember religious paintings of Jesus, of Mary, of some saints? You'll actually see it in other cultures, Asian cultures. What you see you know, so many years ago is these religious figures with this gold circle behind their head. Remember seeing that? So recently, I've seen celebrities in the news talking about how transcendental meditation helps you feel like you've got that halo behind your head. But all that halo is, it's not a halo. It is us opening our crown chakra and connecting with God energy, source energy, universe energy. It's all that is. It is I am. It is consciousness. It's the watcher of our thoughts. And so this is something that you do not have to pay $550 or $600 for. In episode three of this podcast, I do this meditation for free with you and walk you through how to open up your crown chakra to get into this state of being. It doesn't have to take a long time and I don't believe that you're just supposed to be doing it for 15 minutes here, 20 minutes, an hour a day. This isn't a vibration that you are able to live most of your life in. Live your life in it. That is the point. And you know, as I was thinking back to Monday's episode where I was talking about being stressed out doing the Theosophical Society Fest, it's times like that where we have to check ourselves and say, if this activity is taking me out of alignment, is taking me out of me holding that high vibration for longer periods throughout my day, then maybe it's something that I shouldn't be participating in. And so that's something that I'm going to look at for next year. Maybe doing big events like that right now with not having as big of a staff as I need, maybe it's just too much. So looking at things that way and saying my life is to be lived in this high vibration and not only how do I get into that vibration, spend more time in that vibration, but let me check the activities that I'm doing against that vibration and see what activities I can do and hold that vibration and what I can't. Because if we can't hold that vibration, we're shifting more into an ego space, a doing space which isn't necessarily bad. We just have to really be cautious and aware of it, right? 
So I wanted to let you know that you do not have to pay that large fee of money to understand how to open up your crown chakra, how to get into that vibrational state of being, how to connect with all that is. All you have to do is go to episode three of the podcast and do that meditation. It's going to feel a little different at first, but what you're looking for is once you get above your head, you're looking for this vibration, this feeling that kind of pulls you upward. It's these soft tingles and you'll know it once you feel it. That is it. Get into that meditation every day if you can. I mean, do that meditation every day if you can, because the more you do it, the more you practice it, the easier it will be for you. Okay, now for the 15 winners of the drawing. I don't have information for all of you, um, contact information, so I need you to email me that you can do this by Monday at 5 p.m. So that's Monday, 5 p.m. Central Standard Time is when I have to know by or I have to pick other people. So here are the winners. Number one is Erica Pressman. She left her review on Google. Number two is Jessica Foos. Number three is Roxanne May. Number four is Yolanda Mercado. Number five is Jody Green Duda. Number six is Kim Hagen Tarsa. Sorry if I'm botching these names. I really don't mean to be. Pronunciation of names is not my strong suit. Number seven is Simone Vanzati. Number eight is Tiffany Vest. Number nine is Sophie and Nugget. Now the rest of these are your Apple ID names. Number 10 is Tammy Joe 0171. Number 11 is Smitty Smitty Dang Dang. Number 12 is Emily N. from St. Louis, Missouri. Number 13 is Yolanda 108. Number 14 is Knarf, K-N-A-R-F 58. And number 15 is Looking for Angels, who posted on April 10th. Remember, you have until Monday at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time to email me or else I have to pick other people. Um, And don't forget, too, that this isn't the only time we're doing this. We're going to be doing this throughout the year. The next one will be in November for the November Angel School. If you did win today, you won a reading with one of the Angel School students. Um, They'll also be doing Reiki at the same time. I am so excited for our winners. For everybody else, thank you so much for writing your reviews. You're still in the drawing to win. And please open Open up your heart to all of the unexpected blessings coming into your life that your angels, your guides, your loved ones are trying to bring through to you this weekend. I'll see you back here Monday for a new episode. Until then, I'm sending you peace, bliss, and many, many blessings.